Welcome to Aiden Meets Interesting People, Wannable Artist Jimmy Buscombe. Thanks for having me. This is, this is exciting for you, isn't it? I'm excited to be uh, considered interesting people. Well, especially I, as just a person. I make the deci- I should make the decision at the end. So I, I might change the name of the podcast to Aiden Meets Potentially Interesting People. That's good. I and like then at that. the end, I'll close it out with, okay, Jimmy, nah. you are an interesting person. Yeah. No vibe there. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no pressure good. to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, busy times for you. Last night, you were you were playing a gig last night. You were, I was, yeah. Your, your talents expand beyond the paintbrush. Um, well, you haven't seen me play. I, ha- I haven't, No. I haven't seen you play, but I have I have dug around a little bit, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. But so what were you doing last night? Talk, talk I was to me playing through. a gig at the Croyt Irish Festival. Right. With a band that I'm in called Bluestone River Band, which is headed by uh, Joe Gardner. Okay. From Croyt. And lots of people will know. Oh, for, yeah, okay. So no, no one, also local guy. No one will know Bluestone River Band because no. last night was our first gig. Oh, there was the first one? First gig, yeah. There you go. And it was successful? Uh, well, we'll see if we've got another gig. <laughs> I guess. Right. It and what was are you, successful for me. I liked it. You I liked like, yeah. It. Yeah. So yeah. What, what do you play? What's your... I play guitar right. and sing backing vocals, uh, usually in key, <laughs> one hopes. Any key? Any key, <laughs> key. Yeah, usually in a key. I don't know what key it's going to be until I start uh, singing. So That was fun. So it's me, uh, Joe Gardner, uh, Kobe Fletcher and Derek Price. Right. And uh, did you... Did you practice for this thing like this is the, we did. We the gig you were practicing for yeah we practiced for a couple of months uh they're all joe gardner's songs we all sort of play various stringed instruments and sing backing vocals right and we're going to try and recruit a, a drummer so all original music as well potentially yeah. by the name of henry bird but i guess henry we'll see bird. what he says henry bird well you're getting yeah. called out henry bird so uh <laughs> let's see if he says yes sharpen up your your drumsticks Oh, then you puncture the skins, don't you? Oh. If you sharpen them. Blunting your drumsticks. <laughs> All right. Uh, so who's the who are the who are the paper cranes? Oh wow, you have done. <laughs> You're an a hole. Um, <laughs> it wasn't the paper cranes because we weren't that cool. We didn't have that or plural, oh. so it was just paper. Cranes. Well, my question does say who is paper cranes? Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's grammatical. That was a band that I was in in Melbourne. So in Melbourne, I was. Chef, a rock chef and no. music was my sort of side thing that I loved doing. That yeah. was my creative output. Yeah. And then we moved to Warnable and I never picked up a guitar again until, well, until I had a sing with Tom Richardson at the start of COVID for a yeah. fundraiser. That's and right. Yeah. The fundraiser uh, sing along. Yeah. And from that, Joe Gardner, who's a mate of mine, said, I'm going to start a band and you're going to play. So you got talent scouted. Wow. I don't know. I think Joe had maybe just burnt all his other friends and had no one else to play with. No, it's not true. Joe's a lovely guy. He's like the Axel Rose of you know, music. Like, he's just a new person every time. No, he's great. He's great. Right. So but the, you know, back to the paper cranes. Yeah, uh, just paper crane. Right. Yep. I, I found three songs on, on Unearthed. Do you know how many bands there are called Paper Crane? There's hundreds of them. There was But I narrowed it down to, to when yours. I, when I There's only one with Jimmy Buzz came up with... It. Paper Crane, there was no other Paper Cranes. Oh. There was the Paper Planes. Right. They were the closest. I but found we... one in Canada, one in Japan. Oh, yeah, 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 one, yeah. Yeah, everywhere now. Well, this you're going back probably, I don't know, 15, 18 years. 
15 uh, years? I think you'd uploaded them in 2008 to Triple J Unearthed. There you go. I reckon. So was that 13 years ago? Yeah. yeah. But they might not have been new songs then. No, that might weren't. have been the birth of Triple J Unearthed, really. It wouldn't be much older than that, would it? It was pretty much when it started, yeah. Yeah. We uploaded them and never looked at them again. No, ta- no talent scouts came and out of no that one. no one should Google <laughs> Richard Kingsmill didn't ring you up or anything? And... No, they did get played, actually. One song got played by Robbie Buck. Oh, yeah? On uh, Home and Host. Right. Was that uh, Overflow? That I listened to it. That, my, that was my favourite one, Overflow. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, no, that wasn't. But, um, it, was, um... it was Soft White Porcelain, which sounds like a euphemism, oh. but it was actually... <laughs> um, I actually don't know. It was about someone with very about. pale skin. And the other one was called... Uh, I want, it wasn't Yellow. It was... Um... Yarrow. Yarrow. Which is a herb. Ah. A herb that's used for fever. So oh. the, the symbolism there being that I needed yarrow because this person gave me sweats. Right. You know. Oh, okay. How poetic is that? Oh, that's very, yeah. Very poetic. Where do you, where do you get it from? I, I, might, I might need some. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. My do dad you, was a writer. Yeah. A, a writer of... A writer. Like a, well, yeah. That, that sounds more romantic than what... He was a copywriter. He worked for an advertising <laughs> agency. <laughs> Great a, writer, though. Brilliant that's the writer. same. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Uh, so I've got you on to... Um, Aiden meets interesting people because, uh, again, like a lot of my guests, they're the sort of people that I meet in my day-to-day travels. Um, we've met around. I don't even know where or how. No. Um, but we have. And you, you sort of never really get time to sit down with people and, and ask them those questions that you want to ask. Yeah. Um, so I made my own podcast and uh, now That's I great. force people to... <laughs> To get out of their pajamas at four o'clock in the afternoon and uh, sit down with me and do it. Oh, is it? All right, well, I'll edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fine. And my first question was, and this, this, I've been mulling over this question for a little while. Um, I want to talk to you about your famous wombat. People around the world know you because of the wombat. And I drive past a lot of your murals. I've, I've drive past the one in Lismore you many times. Have I painted too many murals? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. My question was, in your mind, I don't believe you think that wombat is that good. No, it's not. Right. So <laughs> of all the, the murals that you've written up there that, that should be seen forever, and I was very happy today when I was listening to another podcast, Surf Coast Podcast with Jimmy Buscom, yep. Surf Coast Creatives, and you openly admitted that the wombat was not your favourite piece of artwork, and uh, it is, technically is not like an amazing. I, thing. I just think, I think it's yeah. funny. Yeah, I was I trying to mull I... over how do I answer, ask that question. Yeah, well, you, just how, like that. How, how did I go? It was pretty good. <laughs> was it offensive? No, no, no. I come from a good place. It's, but the wombat like. So the videos had 60 million views, That's which ridiculous. is ridiculous. Yeah. 59 million was my mum, I'm right. sure. Yeah. So Showing a million other people have seen it. Nice. But that's nuts. And if I had have known when I went down to do it that 60 million people were going to watch it, yeah. I would have spent more than two hours. <laughs> exactly. It was literally done. And, and the fact that it was going to get, then get clear-coded with oh. 480 years of protection. Yeah, that's that right. It was never going to disappear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, no, it's not, it was never put up there with any sort of, it was put up there for a bit of fun. Yeah. You know? It's it's just, it's, it's <laughs> honestly one of the best stories. It's just so. It's a cracker. It is so, and then, like, I'm not, not going to mull over it here because it's, you know, 59 million other people have already seen the story, right? Or 60 million. <laughs> uh, or, yeah. or 1 million and 1 if your mum did really watch. Yeah, yeah, that's 59 right. 59 million times. Um, 
But yeah, that, that all that all came about because you were actually just practicing for your residency at Lindock. Well, no, not for the residency in Lindock. I no? was practicing for a piece uh, for Warrnambool City Council. Ah, right. So yes. I won the first beers and ideas. Yes. And did the cocktoo mural in Ozone Walk mm-hmm. next to Grizzly Adams? Yeah. Yep. yep. And from there, they Warrnambool City Council approached me to do a temporary art piece, and it was April, and they said we want it in chalk. And I was uh, like, yes. it's April, it's going to last a day and it'll yeah, be washed off. Right. And they're like, no, it won't. I'm like, yes, it will. No, it won't. Yes, it will. No, it won't. So to prove to them it was going to wash off, I did the wombat. <laughs> Not and knowing Phil ra- ironically, was around the corner. <laughs> yeah, ironically, it's there three years later. And they're probably going, see? Yeah. <laughs> told you so. Yeah. So that was for, it was a practice for the penguins and fox piece that I did out the back of Fishtails. That's right. That so- has disappeared. That ha- that's gone, yeah. Just yeah. just over time, or they washed it off. No, no, it's just over time. Yeah, yeah. Which was with paint, but it was with yeah non permanent paint. I yeah. like the idea of that. I think because it makes people go and see it. Like it's not it's that's, not permanent, which is the idea. And so you know, there's probably great permanent artworks around that I'm like, oh, I'll catch that one day. I'll go and see it. But if yeah, I knew it's going to disappear, I'd have to go and look at it. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. We had another practice in outside Grizzly Adams. We had a practice in that laneway. Um, before the wombat, just to practice with, practice the 3D, it's called trompe l'oeil, which means trick of the eye. So yeah. to practice that piece, me and Gareth Colleton and a local artist, Alara Harris, went down and chalked out a TNT box, like an explosives oh, yep, yep, box. Yep. And it was heaps of fun. We did it in pastel. We're like, this would be great. It'll be around, it wasn't meant to rain for a week. We'll be like, it'll be around for a week at least. And the street sweeper hit it the next morning. Oh and it just no! Literally exploded. So the guy went everywhere. So the guy driving the sweet street sweeper has come around the corner. He's looked at it and gone, "Nah, yeah, yeah, that's right." <laughs> and we had done it the night before. So the only pers- the only people who had seen it really was us. No one had seen it. <laughs> and then he hit it with a street sweeper. And he, he, obviously not fussed. She's like, "Hey, whatever." But he, he, might, he, he must have, have known. No, he wouldn't have known. No. You, you must have thought it was going to be. He probably thought permanent. no one would do that in chalk. Let's. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll be able to go over that. Yeah, yeah, it's way too good just to be temporary. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you 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 did a few of those sort of smaller things, mm. and then things got big. You started doing big things, big paintings, yeah, big silos and whatnot. Uh, punch the microphone. Um, was was the Lismore Water Tower the first big thing that you did? For height, it was definitely. But then my first mural was the one outside Grizzly Adams. Which yeah, is, yeah. Is I, I think I'm, I think I mean big when meters, I'm talking tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. high, that was the, definitely the first big scale thing like that. Yeah. Did, did you get the phone call to 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 do that? Because you got that well, was a commission piece from from Karangamushire. Yeah, but the way that worked, which most of them work like this, is that an organisation or a council will put out an expression of interest yeah. and they'll just share it through Regional Arts Victoria and Creative Victoria and all these different things. And artists will apply with a bio and a portfolio yeah. and it'll get whittled down to a few who'll put in a pitch and then that'll get whittled down to the one. So that's how that worked. I think they got 40 or so artists apply for it. Having never done a silo or anything, maybe how did you know you could even do it? I didn't, but... Um, so you get off the phone and go like, oh, all right, how, well, how am yeah. I going to do this now? But for me, it was a bit of a personal challenge too because like yeah. historically, I couldn't even... I was petrified of heights. Like I couldn't get on the roof of my house 
without shitting my pants. So for me, it was a bit of a challenge in that. Like I thought if I go for this, well, my first thought was I'll go for it because it'll be a really good experience to present a pitch to a to a, a board, like to a committee. Right. That, so the experience was the pitch, like not necessarily for me, it was, the painting. It yeah. was hopefully I'll get shortlisted and I'll get to pitch. So yeah. I turn up and I give my pitch and I was like, that's great. And there was some pretty, the, the other two artists, one was an organisation, I won't say who they were, but one was an organisation who do major works around the country and around right. the world. And the other one was an artist who's done so much stuff. And I thought, there's no way I'm going to get it, but this will be great experience. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I got the pitch my pitch was successful and then I was like, well, this is a really good chance for me to get over my fear of heights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, you, you, you get off the phone with them. They're like, yep, we want you to we want you to do it. Yeah. And then you stand back and do what do you just Google, like, how do you paint a silo? Or well, like, no, because... How do you even the, start? Well, the, the concept's the same. Like, whether you're painting on a canvas or on a big piece, it's really very similar like it's okay. just upscaling and in some ways it's easier like when you're painting for instance there i was painting two brogas and some sheep yeah now if that was on a canvas like i've got behind me the eyes of the brogas would be smaller than your fingernail whereas yeah. the eyes on this were sort of 20 30 centimeters across right. now if you miss okay. it by if you if you're out of alignment by two centimeters in a piece that size, it's not going to matter. It's not a big deal. So in that way, it's a lot easier. It's just more time and more product, really. Yeah. Um, the big the biggest challenge for me was the heights. Yeah. So <laughs> getting that the logistics of all that was insane. And I did lean on a, on a few artists, Claire Foxton, who did the mural, the uh, silo, the water tower out in West Warrnambool. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yep. I was on the phone to her. The, a few it's times. got refugees and yeah, things on it. Yeah. Amazing artwork. And yeah. she's so she's from Wollongong. She's done stuff all over the country and is one of these artists who's just so open and generous with you know, suggestions right. and So what sort of well, what how, sort of advice did she give you? Well stuff like how to transfer that image. Like I'm used to gridding stuff up, but I thought on a silo I don't know whether that's possible. She's like, No, you just grid it up the same, wrap your grid around. Yeah. Um, that sort of stuff, you know. And you so you physically get up there and, and put points and on, a like grid. a bit of graph paper, and then actually get your paintbrush and, yeah, well, and I draw a, a grid. grid on there. I yeah. drew a grid on the water tower that was a metre square. Yeah. And it was like six metres wide by 16 metres tall. And then I put that six by 16 grid over the top of the reference artwork and literally just transfer it and across. And just said, okay, so in this square here, I've got a, exactly right. a, a beak and, a, yeah. and the start of his so eye. And then the, If you yeah. don't let that that the size of it overwhelm you, it's right. really, it's no different to just having a piece of paper and just transferring it across at your kitchen table. It's yeah. just that you're up a boom lift 20 metres or 15 metres in the air. So for someone who is scared of heights, how do you not let that overwhelm you? I was you? shocking for, <laughs> for the first three days. The worst yeah. bit was actually getting my ticket because you have to have a high-risk work license. Right. So I went out to Hire Australia in Warrnambool and organised to get my ticket, and it's like a three-day course, and the last thing they do is they send you up in the 180-foot boom lift. Oh, yeah. To make sure you're going to be able to operate it at heights. Uh, 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 yeah, when you're slightly And stressed. I just had to... Is that the really big one they've got? They've got that huge yeah, one, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Goliath or I didn't something. go right up. No. I didn't have to. I just They didn't extend it right up. But it was petrifying. Yeah. And then I've got a time-lapse of me on day one at Lismore 
um, I did a time lapse of the whole process and day one, you see me go up and it's time lapse taking photos every 10 seconds. So it's all quick. Yeah. I walk across the boom, it goes up and then you see me paint one strip down the boom, down the water tower. And then I hop out and I'm walking around for 10 minutes. And I remember walking around in circles just going, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And I was like having to breathe to settle myself because my knees were like oh, uncontrollable. No. And by day three, I was fine. Yeah. And now I don't even think Is that why it. you paint feathers so much? Because it's like yeah, your hand right, can it, shake yeah, and it doesn't matter. Right. Just stand still and the whole thing shakes. But those boom lifts move a lot too. Oh, it just just as, yeah, yeah, I guess in the, in the wind and like just, I've got, they're just bouncing. Yeah. And I used, for that one, it was mainly using a Wagner uh air gun okay so that weighs a kilo and a half it's got a kilo of paint in it so there's two and a half kilos in your arm and you're moving your arm up and down to paint right and the whole basket's doing this the whole time ah. just up and down up and down <laughs> so yeah it takes a little bit to get used to how did you come up with the the matter for those brolgers and sheep sheep make sense um obviously well, to me brolgers made sense like for me i love highlighting native flora yeah. and fauna um this tower in Lismore is very skinny and very tall. So you're not going to paint an elephant on it because it's just going to look, you know. It'll My suggestion when you were putting it out there was um, giant Siggy. A giant Siggy. Yeah, you, yeah. you dissed it on That's Facebook. Yeah. yeah, But anyway, now I think the Brogles are better. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that Siggy would have won the pitch either. <laughs> no, no, there. you'd paint that later. You'd pitch Brogles and And, and then sheep. paint Siggy, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's a great idea. <laughs> right, um, so, Brolgas, go on, sorry. I yeah, you. I don't know. Brolgas are beautiful birds. They're tall yeah. and skinny and I'd seen them around in that area in a southwest sort of early morning mist. Yeah. I thought that's a great, great thing to paint. And in at, then talking to the community and talking to the committee, there was people who were like, we'd like to sort of celebrate the local farming community as well. So can we put sheep in it? Yeah. And I was like, sheep and brolgas seems a bit weird. And one of the farmers said, actually, I've got heaps of photos of brolgas nesting on my property oh, right really? next to where sheep are. Next he showed me sheep. photos and there was, sure enough, there brolgas you go. and sheep. Can't argue with that. So, all right, there's brolgas <laughs> and sheep. Yeah. I, I always, before, well, now I look at it when I drive past and go like, oh, that's the, the water tower that Jimmy painted it. I always wanted to climb up there and hit golf balls off it. Because that's right, it's at the golf course, as you know. Yeah. Wouldn't it be good just to, the first tee box, yeah, just to climb no up there? Does it not have a roof? It's hollow on top. So ah. Yeah. You get up the top and you bring can my see own straight roof. to the bottom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, BYO roof. Did you wash your brushes hilarious. in it when you <laughs> No, it wasn't that full. Ah. Yeah. It's got a, it actually had a leak in it, so they had to seal it up and do all sorts of things to it. Right. It's 110 years old. Does it still get used? Is it like an actual yeah, functioning? Yeah, it fills up and they use it to... Like they pull water up from the dam and they use it yeah. to, to, I think, to water, water the, golf, the course. golf course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, they could put a lid on it, surely. But why do they need to? So I could hit golf balls off it. <laughs> of course. You shattered my dreams. Oh, I hadn't, I hadn't been listening, clearly. Very <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Uh, art aside for the time being, you were a chef for 20 odd something years. Yeah. Quite a while. I'd done a lot of things in my life. I left high school, went into TAFE, did art and design, left TAFE and got into industrial design at Swinburne Uni, which is essentially product design. Yes. And that kind of yeah. bored me and I didn't like it. So at the time I was working for IKEA Furniture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> living the high life. Just mashing the keyboard and coming up with names for furniture. <laughs> <It's like laughs> J-M-W-F. Yeah. No, in customer service. Right. So then 
left, I pulled out of uni and got a job as a sign writer for Ikea Furniture. Did that for a few years. Hmm. Then I studied naturopathy for a while. Right. Then I, what else? What's naturopathy is? Natural medicine. Oh, okay. It is, yeah, yeah. Uh, And while I was studying naturopathy, I was working hospitality Mm. and then got a crack to cook at this place in Paran and then dropped out. I've dropped out of more courses than I've started. (laughs) Dropped out of naturopathy and uh, kept chefing and then didn't stop chefing for, yeah. Were you, were, you, 18, 20 years. were you arting through all this time? Uh, I don't know if that's a correct no, verb for someone who arts, but... Yeah, arting's good. <laughs> no, I'd stopped arting. Um, hadn't arted since um, <laughs> since really industrial design. I can't right. drop that. Did that's you, when did... I started playing music. Oh, back okay. Um, what sort of art were you doing? So in, in high school, you must have been pretty decent at art. What sort yeah, of stuff were you doing? portraiture through high school. Like my year 12 thing was all portraiture. I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but not, I don't know. But never had something set up at home, like when you were nah. working for, even doing, you were doing design at, at Ikea did or whatever. Did a little you bit were of in. graphic design for a few people, but not really. Okay, just a little side hustle sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing creative yeah. for that. Yeah. Like, like golf shoe pamphlets and that sort ah, of stuff. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pool cleaning pamphlets. That's, mm, a, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our all. Notice there's no P in it. Please keep it that way. That sort of stuff, you know. Genius. Yeah. Clever, clever. Right. So you just didn't touch art, and then then you started chefing, and you would. And that became my creative output. So that yeah. with music really was what I put my effort into. So I was earning money as a chef, and then spending it as a musician. Right. <laughs> yeah. Trying to make it in inverted what else can you play you play guitar obviously play guitar my dad was a jazz drummer so i grew up with music in the family yeah he played dixieland jazz and yeah so i started on drums but um i wouldn't call myself a drummer by any stretch oh you're not taking henry bird's job no no not at all (laughs) in in the new band no um he hasn't said yes yet no no Uh, he might by the time this comes out Hopefully. This takes me a while to get I'll out. let you know if he says no and we can just edit all of that. <laughs> we'll just put a disclaimer in at the start. Just beep over his name. Right. Somebody. Um, where were we? Music. Oh, I, was talk- uh, I was just asking yeah. you. So you, it sounds like you spent so much time not being an artist. You've spent a, more well, time not being an artist in your life than you have been an artist. Well, really, I wasn't. Like, I was never an artist, though. Like, right. I was someone who was... Enjoyed it. Studying art and... Right. Like art and design is that sort of subject at TAFE where you do a bit of everything. Photography, printmaking, you know, ceramics. Yeah, right. Illustration. Yeah. La, 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 la. But actually drawing stuff that you like doing. When did that start coming around? Uh, when I had a little girl, when I had a daughter. Oh. So we drew a blackboard. We painted a blackboard on the steps. Stupid to do it on the steps of our two-story house. But anyway, on the wall of the steps. Okay, yes. Um, we had a two-year-old and I thought, there's a great place for yeah, a two-year-old should play to stand <laughs> and do some. And of course, she was two. She didn't care. She just right. You should have painted one on the train line. That would have been... Yeah, that's right. Very clever. First dad, you know, first time dad. Yeah. Um, and I started doing stuff. it on stuff. Pinterest or something. Something cool, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's cool. I started um, drawing stuff on the blackboard. Like, you know... Coraline, a scene from Coraline, Coraline, and a scene from Monsters Inc. and that sort of thing, just right. for fun. Mm. And I guess occasionally, like for a cousin, I drew, I drew my cousin's daughter as a portrait for her for 
a birthday and yeah. someone asked me to draw their car, their Valiant. And I'd do the odd thing like that just for fun. Right. But really wasn't doing much. Um, and then a friend, Will Preston, he was doing these beautiful pen and ink uh, illustrations of animals. And we had bought this house where we are here, which is this beautiful 1950s house. Um, and we wanted one of his artworks on the wall. So I said, and he was going to rent out the house where we were, where the blackboard was. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, I said, can you do us an artwork? Let me know how much and I'll put some money in your bank. And he said, oh, no, I've seen you draw on the blackboards. Why don't you paint my dog and I'll do this painting for you? So I painted his dog Spot. Yeah. Dalmatian. Surprisingly. Oh, yeah, Spot the Dalmatian. And uh, yeah. he was like, I don't know, 23 years old with eight and a half billion friends on social media and he put it up and I started getting orders for pet portraits. Yeah, right, yeah. People wanted their the dogs painted. Yeah. Cats. So that's how it sort of started Yeah. on a commercial level, like as far as earning money from art. Right, so people, yeah, people, they didn't just, they were willing to pay for it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So did a few of those, started a Facebook page and really was doing... I don't know, doing one a fortnight maybe, chefing full time. Yeah. Then coming home at night doing the pet portraits and having a lot of fun with that, earning yeah, a few, right. few hundred bucks A few extra. hundred bucks here and there, yeah. How do you um, go making a, uh, you, you make a, a Facebook site? Yeah. Jimmy Buzzcombe, is that the Jimmy Buzzcombe artist one or have you made a yeah, second one? Yeah, no. it is, but it was originally... I, did, I couldn't call myself an artist. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. It's like, it's so hard. Like, I made obviously one as an MC, and then when I was doing comedy at that time. Yeah. And for most people, they had no real idea that I'd even started thinking about doing comedy. Yeah. Next minute, I'm making a Facebook page calling myself a comedian. Like, this, comic, is, yeah. this is real rich, Aiden. But yeah, anyway, whatever. Right. But I felt like a fraud. Like you said it before, yeah. before we turned the mics on. Like, I have spent most of my time feeling like a f- bit of a fraud. Like, I've come in the back door. Like I've got so many friends who studied at Deakin or studied at VCA and there's this whole culture around visual arts that I was never really part of. I did art and design at TAFE and then I went into industrial design, which is like designing products. It's designing clock radios and kettles, you know, like, yeah. So yeah. So you feel like you've sort of come in late. In, in the back door sort of yeah, and announced, totally. your, announced your appearance. But for me, and... I think for my career, that's been really beneficial too because there's, I think, with a lot of tertiary education, particularly in visual arts, there's, I don't know, um, a lot of people come out of those courses lacking confidence and self-belief to really make it happen. Yeah, right. And for a long time, I think tertiary education had the opinion that you shouldn't be making a solid living from the your art and it was a general kind of consensus that if you were making a living you were a sellout it's that sort of oh okay that sort even of at university that was sort of yeah, being peddled a little bit yeah i would have thought they'd be more like this is the business well, not, of art I, no. I obviously haven't been at university studying that stuff no, but no, from no, what no, i've yeah. chatted to other people yeah like i've got friends who left vca and never picked up a brush again you know yeah. and that's 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 university failing in my, my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Really talented people who don't have it in themselves. Who to hate it now. Yeah. yeah. Like um, burnt out from burnt out from it or they realise that it was I don't know. too much. Um, did university take the fun out of it? Like the creativity out of it? Cause yeah, I was, maybe. Cause I'll give you a list of people you can interview them and ask them. I don't know. <laughs> 
That's not a huge list. I want but you to know the answers people. to everything. Like, yeah. I I, but I, and that's nah. the thing, because I'm a fraud. Um, <laughs> you make it sound like I brought it up before the cameras were rolling. Like, Jimmy, I know you're a fraud, but we're going to pretend on the cameras what do you that you're mean? not. I make it sound like you said it. <laughs> It's exactly what you said. Ah, this is verbatim. Gonna, this is going to bury me. <laughs> <laughs> this is slander. Oh, I had to go away and cry. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it was pet portraits for a couple of years while I was chefing full time at Brightbird, and then it just got to a point where I think what happened. I was like, we we're in the kitchen, and. My wife said to me, we've really got to do something about the lawns out the back. Like the lawns were up to our knees. There was dog shit everywhere because we just didn't have time. Yeah, no one was. Yeah. She was working full time. I was working full time. Then I was coming home and yeah. doing these pet portraits. And I said, this isn't why we moved to Warnable. We moved to Warnable to have space. Um, this is the art is tipping the scale. Like it's, it's tipping the balance too far. So I'm going to quit the art and just, I'll just chef and we'll just go back to how it was. It's just be so much simpler yeah and she was like no 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 quit chefing and i'm like yeah. that's ridiculous we had this huge argument about it not a huge argument but we had a no. discussion about it because you know i mean people say don't give up your day job and here was my wife saying give up your day, give job. Up your day job yeah, yeah. Um, most people would fall back on the here's the guaranteed money of chef yeah. like i'm gonna get my money every week yeah whereas if i'm exactly an artist right. i've i've got a hope one, that people want my stuff, and two, I've got to be able to produce what they want. Yeah, and produce there's, it fast enough that you're making it. And there's money. guesswork. There's, you know, yeah. improbability in that, whereas yeah. there's no improbability that someone's going to want a chicken parma, you know, because yeah. you can get that done. Like, you know that that's happening. Yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah. That's scary. It was a bit scary. And I don't, I would never have had the courage to do that. Yeah. That's all my wife, Sheridan. So... Um, we took a long drive to a friend's wedding in Bright and listened to this podcast by Tammy Simons. It sounds true. And she was talking about how she runs her business. And it just gave us that passion to go, let's just give it a crack. Let's do something for ourselves. And um, so she picked up a bit of extra work to sort of offset maybe me not earning as much money for a little while. Yeah. But we worked out if I could do one pet portrait a week, we'd have enough to keep going. Okay. And at the yeah. time I had six pet portraits waiting. Um, so I thought, well, that's six weeks worth. And normally I'd do a pet portrait, put it up on Facebook as a paid post, like put 50 bucks on it and, and I'd get one or two. So they were sort of growing, yeah, was not exponentially, but they were growing enough. Yeah. And of course I did that, those six and then there was nothing. Dry. It was yeah. just like crickets all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, and I sort of, I turned to Sheridan and said, what do I do? I have. Like there's no work coming in. Like you're she starting said, to dust off the resume again. Yeah, that's like, right. Uh -oh. <laughs> but, and that was always a possibility because in Warnable there's there's generally, except in the middle of COVID, there's yeah. generally sh jobs for chefs. Like yeah. you can walk into a restaurant and if you're good enough, if you've got a background, you'll yeah. get a crack at having yeah. a go. So when you were doing the pet portrait, were you doing a couple of days a week still chefing, or did you walk in one day and go like I'm? I'm done. I'm, ne I'm, I'm yeah, not. Yeah. So for no a couple days. of years I was doing both, but a couple of days a week, then yeah. we just went. Yeah. No chefing, all pet None. portraits. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, part of that was then me picking up more house stuff, you know? Yeah. Cooking every night, doing the school run, la, 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 all that stuff. Right. Um, yeah. And yeah. How, how long, was there a, a time 
that you can think back of now that you go like that was a good idea like yes this is working this is always going to work this was yes yeah, so was the, a good decision it dried up after the six and Sharon said well you've been whinging about not having enough time to do art for yourself and you've wanted to draw some birds so why don't you draw some birds while you've got some time and wait to see when some pet portraits come in so I actually drew that Oh, yeah. uh, Kingfisher, Kingfisher. Yeah. which that's not the original, that's a print. And so we ran prints of the Kingfisher, then did a couple of other birds. And Mark Brightwell, who owned Brightbird at the time, who was my boss when I quit chefing, was like, why don't you hang your prints in Brightbird and if they sell, you know, make some money from it. Yeah. So I hung prints there over summer and it was just before Christmas, and that kind of got us through that period, just selling prints. Okay, yeah, people seeing them in the in the shop there. And, yeah, and so that gives you good all. confidence as well. Like, yeah, yeah, really they're a saleable thing. And yeah, then I did fresh markets. Like every second week, I'd set up this little stall and sell them. <laughs> you know, have a stall next to Carol and Healy, and yes, we chat yeah. and sell work. And that's um, good landscape. She does more landscapes, beachy yeah, landscape sort of stuff. And awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then you're. Mainly, mainly birds, isn't it? You do it like a lot of birds. A lot yeah, of I birds. love. That's birds. the thing that yeah. hit me when I moved down here from Melbourne was the bird life was just insane. Yeah, Especially right. I noticed it. Yeah. My last ten years were in Brunswick, and it's like right, not a lot of birds. A few pigeons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sparrows. The crows. Yeah, yeah. rats Lazy. with wings. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that was that sort of got us through that, and then it was pet portraits for a while. Yeah. Um. Until. I saw this post by Sinead Murphy at Kawhi Studios saying, I'm starting this new thing, Beers and Ideas. And I thought, what a cracking idea. Yeah. And I thought, I'll put in a pitch, because I was talking about I'd love to do a mural, saying this to not many people, pretty much just to my wife. Um, <laughs> and this thing called Beers and Ideas came up, and I thought, oh, maybe I'll put in a pitch. And I thought, oh, I'll wait until the second one. I'll watch the first one so I know what it's about, and then I'll put in a pitch for the second one. And, you know, a week later, she's done this post saying, oh, I've got the four ideas, four pictures are in, we're going to have the night on this night, come along, la, la, la. And I thought, great, now I'll put in my pitch. And I, so I designed this thing around one of my bird artworks, designed this on Photoshop, the alleyway outside Grizzly Adams. Yeah, yeah. Sort of superimposed my artwork on there and put the pitch in to, to Sinead and said, can I put in for next one? And she wrote back within about four minutes saying, we've just had someone pull out. You're in You're the first in. one. Oh, wow. And I started yeah. writing an email back going, uh, nah, I can't make it. And I was like, oh, just do it. Yeah. Just, just, just get yeah. the courage and do it. Yeah. So I did. And, and that was actually, was that Beers and Ideas in her studios? And then the yeah. wall's right outside. You yeah, literally right. point so out the window, like, I couldn't I to do you? the wall out there. That wall there. And Gareth Colleton pitched that night as well. And he pitched before me. He said, I want to do a mural on the wall straight out there. Oh, like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, gang war. God, you have to fist fight for it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you beat him. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> salty. Yeah, you ever spoken to you since or not? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the end of that. He's amazing. He's so <laughs> generous with his time and his energy. And... Yeah, he would have loved it. He would have yeah, loved that someone was doing it. He helped me arrange it. Like, help, yeah. help with so much stuff. Absolutely, yeah. You know? Yeah. Gave me advice on how to, you know, project it up. And... Yeah. Yeah, so that and that's sort of when the public art started. So that was that was the biggest thing you'd done to date. Was that that one wall yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, to that, to that particular time. Yep. Yeah, yeah, amazing opportunity, and not a lot of money, but enough money to certainly cover expenses and enough money to warrant doing it. Like it was, yeah, yeah, 
what fifteen hundred bucks for three weeks, which as yeah. coming from chefing, that's actually not bad. Like right. you earn if you're gonna earn eight hundred bucks a week as a chef and then someone's gonna go, if you paint a mural for me, I'll give you five hundred bucks a week. No yeah. bro- no brainer. Yeah, out of the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Let me not let me not cook for three weeks. And sure. I imagine the the people walking past, uh, yeah, there would have been a lot of enthusiasm for the project as well and a lot of um, yeah. uh yeah, a lot of confidence in, in yeah, the feedback a, that they were giving you, whereas in the kitchen you're just largely on your and own. And also personally, just having never done it before, to then at the end of three weeks have done a mural. Like yeah. the confidence boost from that was pretty phenomenal. Um, and the support from other artists, like needing to find out stuff and just asking people and people going, yeah, well, this yeah. is how you do it. This is what you do. Hire Australia turning up on day two going, I reckon you'll need a scissor lift. I'm like, oh, there's no budget for this thing. They're yeah. like, no, no, no. We've we're giving you a scissor lift for three weeks. There's no argument. Yeah, right. Just gave me a scissor Just lift. Ma- yeah, for nothing. Yeah. It's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, all from a good community project. So then those sort of mural things have become more and more popular. You've did that one. Obviously, there's one. Um, I'm not sure what that other way, alleyway is next to the nab bank that's the yep. thousand birds yeah flight of a thousand flight birds. of a thousand birds yeah it's right. never going to be a thousand birds, <laughs> it's a romantic name yeah. but i suddenly worked out it was taking me about i was getting one done a day right and very quickly did the maths that you know three solid years of birds three solid years <laughs> with not many days off that's uh sistine chapel stuff isn't it that is not happening <laughs> they'll probably be i'm going to keep painting it for years i reckon like they'll be they'll be Maybe a hundred to. They'll be birds. wheeling you out there in your, yeah, in your dying right. days. You got seven more, Jimmy. Finish it. <laughs> <laughs> you promised us. <laughs> Holding the last two hundred bucks from your salary, like you, you no, I've already been, already you already on that one. That one. That's just <laughs> That's on the cards great. now. All the extra work I've done will just be. <laughs> so then the, the, the emu out out here. Um, yep. There's the the bees on the Simpson Street Bridge. Yeah, that did with Sinead Murphy. Yeah, how how far and wide does your where's your furthest painting? How far away uh, is it? Worldwide? Either Werribee Zoo or Avoca. Yeah, at the moment, I think. Okay, like as a, as a distance away from here. Yeah. What about actual like prints? You sent them over sent them overseas. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Sent stuff to Sweden and UK and yeah yeah. And like with the Wombat story, I did interviews with radio in the UK and the US and it appeared in some article in Mandarin in China. And really? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Hilarious. I wonder how they describe Phil Hoy in Mandarin. Well, Sean Miller actually had it um, had it translated for me. And it yeah. was hilarious how it was just that lost in translation thing. It's just it's yeah. fascinating to read. Yeah. Sean Miller's wife used to work at the same school I did in China. Really? And then he moved over here and then we were chatting one day and, he, and like that's we have nuts. mutual friends and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You were in China. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. heard some of your jokes about being in China. Yeah. That, yeah. That, the, what, the story about what well, I, I talk about. Um, yeah. The tra- saying the wrong thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's 100% true. That's a good gag too. Yeah. 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 I tell the people the here. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, yeah, so um, what about have you've got obviously a lot of city council work. Have, have places been ringing you to, you know, fly to Perth, we need you to do this. It's got to you know, a point a now where I'm Ben not... Cousins or something on the side of <laughs> Like, yeah, you know, like, are you sought after? Are people looking for you Yeah, there's to enough go now places? That, that I don't, I haven't been chasing work for a yeah, while now. Yeah, right. So I'm doing one in King Lake. 
uh, later in the year. The Avoca Silo was one I was approached for. That I was approached as a as one of three artists to pitch for it. That's often how it's done. Yep. Um, uh, one off the coast of South Australia it was meant to be going to Queensland, but it just sort of fell through with yeah. COVID and all the yeah, yeah, yeah. technicalities yeah. of that. Um, so yeah, stuff's happening around. Yeah, people I've done a to... few things in Melbourne and Christmas time. I did a fairly big project in Geelong yeah. for Geelong City Council. More chalk artworks. <laughs> and it's funny. I always say, "So how'd you find out about me?" And they always just go, "Wombat." Yeah, the wombat. Yeah, <laughs> it always comes back to the wombat. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Which again is why it's like it's one of yeah. the worst artworks I've ever done. <laughs> Not the thing you want to be known for. <laughs> if the uh, if business ever starts dying, you can always just hit share on that thing, and it'll it'll yeah, just yeah, take yeah. off. Like, just just it get get you through a couple it's of hilarious. weeks, and then yeah, it's funny how that stuff comes back again. Actually, that, that reminds me. I was yes, I was sitting at home one day and uh, I don't know trolling Reddit or something, and then it came up, and and then you were commenting on it, and Phil Hoy yeah. had made a Reddit account, and I'm like, oh man, what a day Everyone to be alive. <laughs> yeah, and then just, you know, just for an hour or something, people are. Commenting Phil, on this thing and then it Phil all and just... I are nothing if opportunistic, if not if not opportunistic. Yeah, got to jump on that stuff. So it does does rear its head again. I remember uh, someone when it when it, the video first, like I think when it hit a million views, someone messaged me within the Warnable Arts community and was like, "You make sure you double down on this." Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Make the most of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those opportunities, and it's true. You've got to. I mean, as daggy as it is, and You've got to be the sort who are willing to have a laugh at yourself. And go, oh, for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take it for what it is. Yeah. And that's how Werribee Zoo found out about me. That's how Lindock started work with me. And yeah. there's a lot that's come from it and a lot of really good stuff. Yeah. Right. Is, have you got any artworks around here that uh, people don't know that you did? Have you, have you like snuck off in the dark and done it again somewhere just to see what no, happens? No, there's plans for stuff, but I've been too busy. There's a few uh, things I've earmarked that I want to do Yeah. Um, on the slide. You drive past the side of something and go like, oh, that would be perfect for a... Just uh, come down and yeah, do and a just, rogue. Yeah, do yeah. a Banksy at night time. Yeah, but no, I have, I've been too... <laughs> thankfully, I've been too busy. Yeah, well, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. 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 Although, you know, even the one... I did one in IGA in Port Ferry because... Colin from IGA in Port Ferry was giving away toilet rolls to people oh, when really? everyone was going nuts about toilet yeah, rolls. Yeah, he just giving them away. He was just like, well, everyone, I'll break them up. You just take two, you take two. Yeah. So I went and drew a chalk art out the front of IGA. <laughs> and it was the middle of the day. It wasn't like some guerrilla art thing. Right. But I didn't ask anyone and I didn't tell anyone. Oh, I just, just went and did it. And I did a quoll <laughs> holding a toilet roll. I don't think I've seen it, yeah. That said, be yeah. like Colin. <laughs> you know, just to try and go, here's a good guy doing something good. And yeah. Everyone's right. scared. And, and did he come out and go like, what are you doing? And then you're no, like, no, oh, he, yeah. he loved it. His yeah. wife printed t-shirts. Be like Colin. She's doing her own wombat. She's just making the most That's of it. That's right. Yeah. Double down. <laughs> Double down. It's not going to last long. That's great. <laughs> right. What, what, uh, what, you've just finished the Evoca silos. Have you got any other? I haven't actually finished it. Oh, I haven't finished that one yet. That's no, glow in the dark too. We've hit red tape with Evoca. Oh. Um, yeah. Two different sorts of red tape. Um, oh, God. So that's on hold for a little while. We'll right. see. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. How much more have you got to go before you finish? Oh, I've got about a day on the on the owl side. Yeah. And then I'm painting the other side of the silo. So I'm painting a brush-tailed Fazgagale, which is a little marsupial, on the 
Fascagale. Yeah, Fascagale. I've never heard of a Fascagale. It's like a little... It's not like a possum, but it's like a possum. Yeah. It's a little marsupial. Native, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. With a huge brushy tail. And then yeah, it's right. in the Pyrenees. Okay. And so if owl, people saw it, they would just think it was a bushtail possum? The is the predator of the Fascagale. Ah, so they're hiding on the other side of the yeah, silo. Right. Yeah. Yeah, roadrunner style. Um, the silo is 10 metres from train tracks okay and it's 20 meters tall so i'm up 20 meters in a boom lift if right. the boom lift fell over i would die but also mm. the boom would be across the train tracks oh it's an is, active train line yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 they have train every day like a cargo train yeah so we've got to get extra stuff to right for that. oh because it's on the other side yeah yeah, yeah. right okay right. so you'd head back up there in a little bit and and finish yeah, that off if... but it's getting wet now so it might not be till oh. sort of yeah, tell me about the the glow in the dark part of it. That's well, we're cool. hoping that the owl side I'll finish because I've got a day left on the glow in the dark paint, so that should be finished mm. this like by end of June. I've got lights coming, so the, the idea is that there's this uh, barking owl on a branch on a gum tree, um, sort of sixteen meters tall, and behind it I'm painting in strontium paint, glow in the dark paint. I'm painting a starburst sky behind the owl. Yeah. And then we'll have two floodlights. These, it's like these banks of LEDs, three hundred sixty yeah. watt LEDs. So anyone who visits can hit a hit a button, and it'll floodlight the silo. Yeah. For thirty seconds, which will charge the glow in the dark paint, and then the lights will switch off, and it'll all glow in the dark. Ah, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Has it been done before? Not on a silo, no. Really? I've seen murals yeah. where there's like glow in the dark murals. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but not. I don't think it's been on the Australian Silo Art Trail yet. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll when be cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what other... Have we got any other big projects coming that we need to... I just finished Rad down at uh, Marai Street behind yeah. the IGA there. Yeah. Did one. There's a project there that's happening, the Rad mural art project, public art project. So Fiona Clark, who's a local Gundijamara artist who's living in Melbourne at the moment, she did one. Mm. Ricky Shembury has done one, a beautiful one. And then I've done a third one. They've got five panels that they want painted. Yeah, cool. So there's another two to go there. A um, couple of little private things. Just little ones, yeah. 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 No, no major, no, nothing, nothing no, big. No, and nothing I'm happily huge. back at Lindock at the moment as well, doing oh, two cool. days a week, which hasn't happened since before COVID. Yeah. Started at, started there last week again. So that's like 12 <laughs> hours a week, go and hang out with the residents, paint some pictures. and. Do they, do they get involved? Do they sort of yeah. get brushes and oh, do bits and pieces? Or they just sort of there's sit There's one watch? lady who's helped me paint a fair bit. Yeah. Uh, Lynette Bruce she's helped on a few murals and cool. we actually painted one of her artworks we painted on a wall there as well oh okay so she yeah so she, yeah. teamed up with her granddaughter and me and and put it on there put it on a wall oh how cool that's pretty nice yeah that's such a great project it's amazing yeah and some of them are quirky funny thing. like I painted a self-portrait there of me painting a mural and... yeah I like the one there's what uh, ones of birds pulling on the light switch yeah, yeah. <laughs> the art of poo I call <laughs> It must drive the cleaner crazy. Yeah. Like, ah, you got me you again, got me Jimmy. Again. Oh. <laughs> and I did a rat coming out of a brick wall that's just outside the commercial yes. kitchen. Yeah, and the possum looking out through the um, yeah. the, the cork the ceiling. Tile, yeah. yeah, the tiles. Yeah, that sort of stuff. There'd fun. be a few people have double taken and that then every some time. Some of it's like come straight from the residents. Like there were three residents who said, "Can you paint a Clydesdale?" Yeah, because we had Clydesdales, and I'd love a Clydesdale, so I painted a. You know, eighteen hands tall. Oh, life size Clydesdale. Wow. Yeah. So much fun. <laughs> yeah, just project. get your ideas from them. Yeah, what a project. Yeah. And that's even just 
because a lot of them are the trompe-l'oeil trick of the eye murals. So that's really honed my skills in that style and yeah. made me understand that and develop a technique around putting those together. <laughs> I did laugh. You, you sent me your address to get here and then I drive here and there's a giant pumpkin in the driveway. I'm like, oh, this will be hit. <laughs> I didn't even look for the number. I'm like, surely it's the one with the giant pumpkin in the front yard. <laughs> yeah. Painted a pumpkin on my driveway for Halloween right. and then tried to get the pumpkin off and uh, can't get it off. Oh. <laughs> Phil, Phil's painted that one too, has he? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> has he? You haven't asked him? I haven't asked him. <laughs> he might have painted on that oh, one. Oh, I'm such a sucker. <laughs> I bet he has. I bet you that emu's had a go too. Yeah. Has he come? Yeah. No, the emu's painted with house paint, so that's... Ah, that's, that's stayed there anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't ah. need Phil to clear coat my murals anymore. <laughs> you learnt your lesson. learnt the lesson pretty early. <laughs> so I have got Phil to help me with a few things. Like He's prepped walls for me and... Yeah, he's a painter, yeah. Yeah, the one yeah. opposite the nab that you talked about, the flight of a thousand birds, he painted that wall for me. Yeah. He's great. Cool. <laughs> Any chance to put his hat on and pose <laughs> yeah. in a photo on my Facebook page. Yeah. And yeah. people love it for some reason... If there's a photo of me and Phil together, I think it's because you're so unlikely. It's the odd couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I'm the straight guy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, no, you could be. I don't know. Right, we're just about we're just about done. Okay, I, w- I want to know. <laughs> this is my last question. Uh oh, ridiculous. That's not ridiculous. This might be this might be the uh, the question that brings it all together. But would you rather? get Paper Crane back together and sell out Eddie Had Stadium or paint the side of it? Paint the side of it. Yeah. Would you? Yeah, What about sure. Paper Crane though? Don't give up on your dreams. Have you listened to it? <laughs> <laughs> I listen to it. Yeah, I listen to three songs. When I, when I send that to people, like, people are like, did you used to play? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, send me something. I yeah. always have a footnote that says, just be aware this was 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a bit... No, like early 2000s late 1990s like it's a bit that era yeah it's um i'm trying to think who 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 it would be like it's it's sort of electronic but it's it's sort of not but it's it's got that sort of electro it's got a bit of a it leans a little bit into bands like radiohead and yeah yeah, that sort of thing but then not as well because (laughs) i'm not tom york (laughs) you could be oh tom york that band is my favorite band of all time i think (laughs) jolly good jimmy buzzcombe I did say at the top that it was probably potentially meets interesting people, but I'll put you in the interesting people class. Really? Yeah, why not? Oh, the crowd goes mild. That's fantastic. <laughs> Happy uh, with that. Thanks for having me.